Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. In this week's brand new episode, I'm chatting with Carissa Cruz all about how to get new followers and keep your audience engaged. Carissa shares her insight on what we should be focusing on for our wedding photography businesses. A little bit about Carissa before we get started is that she has been in the wedding industry for over 10 years and has built multiple businesses, including the Wedding Printers, Content Club, and Brides to Bookings. She's a business coach that will help you build your marketing and sales strategies to wow your clients and stand the test of time. I'm so excited that she's here. I know you're going to love today's episode, so let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Carissa, can you say hi to everybody? Hello. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Me too. I'm so excited you're here. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I am. I'm well. I'm excited for this new year and what it all has to bring for the wedding industry and all that good stuff. Me too. Me too. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about, I'm going to pick your brain all about how to get new followers and keep your audience engaged. And I'm excited to talk about this topic because I feel like Instagram and your audience, like it's just, I don't know what's happening anymore. So I feel like we all could use a refresh at the beginning of the year. So I'm happy that you're here. Yes. Yeah, no, it's definitely content marketing and Instagram and all of that is definitely a challenge for, I think about every wedding pro out there, like, at you know, just because even if you like doing it, you're going to get busy at times throughout the year and all of that stuff. So um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge for most people. Yeah, I think so. People, they get on the hamster wheel and then by mid, mid-year, they're like, yeah, I'm done. I'll, I'll see you in October. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they're gone. Yeah, but before we get started, let's introduce you to our audience, our listeners today. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? 
Yeah. So I am Carissa Cruzzi. I uh, am a business. I'm a business and content strategist coach uh, for the wedding industry. I also actually have my own wedding business as well. And my background is actually sales and marketing. And so I actually landed in the wedding industry uh, just by chance. I didn't really. Uh, it wasn't like a long-term goal of mine to be in the wedding industry or anything like that, um, but I absolutely love it. And I had a, a marketing company uh, where I helped small businesses prior to starting my wedding business. And I started getting questions about if uh, I would do weddings and I have a photography background as well. And so I ended up just kind of falling into that industry. And so I now have expanded. So we offer four services and we're in three states. And so I've expanded and um, I have my team in each state now. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, and the sales and marketing for the wedding industry is very different than any other industry. And that's what I've learned over the years as I've uh, tested things and um, saw what worked and what hasn't. And so now that's where I'm really wanting to help other wedding pros build their businesses so that they can, you know, use their creative outlet that they started their business for and really enjoy it instead of struggle and um, have those challenges. Yeah, I love that. So you were in sales and marketing, like in a different industry, and then moved over to the wedding industry. Is that right? Correct. I actually have a really weird background. Um, I was in the corporate world. Um, so I was actually in insurance and then in um real estate. Okay. And so we have myself, I have um, some rentals and things like that have looked at getting into venues. Um, so I kind of have that background. Uh, and then within my business, we do photography, videography, photo booth and DJ services. So I have all of that kind of experience um, working day to day with those brides and grooms still and those couples. For those services and then we actually did wedding planning originally and invitations um we stopped right before covid so i kind of have that whole little like experience and a lot of the different niches within the wedding industry and back in college long time ago i was actually uh worked in a florist shop too and so for a few years and so i was um in the wedding wedding world in that piece as well so it's kind of fun to bring bring everything i do together um, within this industry and and be able to help a lot of people. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you have experience in all different kind of fields under one umbrella, and that really can bring a lot of value to, to people that you work with because you kind of know who you're talking to, who they're talking to, at least uh, when yep. they try to do their social media. You're like, no, no, your client is different. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So before we before we dive in and we start talking about new followers and, you know, how to keep your audience engaged, you know, maybe you can just give us a quick overview of like Instagram right now, like as of today, which obviously could change when this is published, but maybe okay. just your insights of like what's happening on the platform. Like what do you think is going on there? So there. Yeah. So from the content side of things, it seems like, you know, it's always like, oh, now add this new social media platform or add this one. And Instagram seems to still be the core one. And I think that will be the core one yet for 2023 for weddings. Um, TikTok is somewhat, you know, uh, 
coming into the game as well. Uh, but I would say Instagram Reels is, or Instagram is still a place that a lot of wedding uh, brides are going to do their searches and things like that. Um, what you can do is sometimes if you're into reels and creating that short form video, you can repurpose it to TikTok um, to be able to kind of get on that platform as well. But overall, the short form video was kind of really what's taking off. And that is, I know, again, a struggle because people are like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't want to dance. I don't want to do that type of thing. But um, we, and I think we'll talk about that a little bit later on the show, how you don't have to do those things. Um, but yeah, Instagram is really where you should be. Uh, I also still do like Facebook as well. Um, and it makes it easy with the meta business suite that you can post to both at the same time. Um, so I usually always create content for Instagram and then I just um, push it to Facebook as well. So at least you're getting the exposure if there is any over there as well. Um, but Instagram is where you want to be uh, for sure. Uh, it's always the top platform that I recommend. And I always also say, start with, if you're you're struggling with content, start with just one platform um, and one area for your content and then we build on to there um, because if you try to do all the things at one time you're just going to struggle and you're just gonna you're gonna want to just throw in the towel and you're probably not gonna end up doing very much so if we focus just on one which would be the instagram platform um is the one i always say to start with with your content um you can then create a little bit of a process and and figure out if you can only post once a week right now then post once a week but figure out what you can do consistently every week um, and then start with that. And then you can build from there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Instagram is definitely where it's at. I, I agree with you there and TikTok definitely close on its heels. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that like Instagram really pulls from other apps and like just incorporates those things in there and, and reels. I mean, do you find that reels is where they're giving the most weight to your content? Cause I feel like if I have a reel, way more people will see it. And it's not even a lot of the percentage of my followers, but versus a photo these days, primarily we're photographers here, but it's like 10 people might see it <laughs> versus Correct. like reels. I might get 2000 views or something like, like, do you think they definitely weigh it, right? Yes. They're definitely putting more emphasis on the reels and the short form videos um, and giving you more reach with those than with the photos. Um, currently and it it seems to keep changing and they're trying to compete with TikTok now so that's kind of why I think they're um they saw how successful TikTok was and so they're like hey we're behind in the game you know kind of thing and so then yeah. that's when they um because they really pushed for years to just to not really have it be a video platform um if you kind of remember it was always like oh it's just the photo side and then on the video piece it was really um kind of sparse. It didn't really have, you know, much functionality. And then when they saw TikTok, um, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I think, yeah. and then they, they had, to, they panicked and they, they had to throw out their own version of it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent agree. And you're like, what are these reels? And now that's all they focus on. So it's really funny how things quickly change and they realize they have to get on the curve <laughs> before yep, exactly. being behind it. Okay, great. So now that we've sort of established that Instagram's where it's at, you know, how do we start to get new followers? You know, what are sort of the things that we can do 
while we're trying to get new followers to make sure that they're the right followers. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yep. So there's a few different things is your content uh, can really attract the right followers and repel away the, the followers you don't want. So creating the type of content that makes the most sense for your brand, your business, um, it's kind of the first piece. The other thing is, is your bio is so important. Um, and that's where a lot of people just, you know, throw things out there thinking people don't read the bios. Um, but that more people read those than you think. And the algorithm for Instagram uses that when people search. So for your profile name, I always recommend having like your location, most of us in the wedding industry are location specific. So um, having your specific um, location in there and what you do, because that will be searchable then within the the search parameters in Instagram. So for instance, if you are a um, wedding photographer, you might have wedding photographer and then um, like Chicago, Illinois or wherever you're located. So then that way, if somebody searches wedding photographer, Chicago, Illinois, that probably, or Chicago or something like that, that probably would be similar to what they would put in the search. Then you would pop up there. So that would be um, one suggestion that I would recommend. And then your hashtags are also really important too, because those help get you in front of new new followers as well. So don't skip out on those hashtags um, because those those will help. Um, you can do location specific, you know, hashtags and things like that. And there's, um, you know, whole whole piece on hashtags and how to make what the best ones and things like that. But hashtags are another one. And I would say one more would be your, um, cause we talked about the Instagram bio, the hashtags. hashtags and the content. And then, you know, making sure your content um, attracts the right type of ideal client that you are looking for. Um, so I think those are the three actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I love that you said hashtags um, are still important. <laughs> like I feel like so many people say, oh, don't you don't have to use them. You can just use one. But I mean, for me personally, I always use the 30. Like why not? Like I don't, and I, I switch it up, but you know, it's specific to the image and I'll put in new things here and there. But I think, you know, hashtags are still relevant. People still still use them. So I love that. And then yeah. I guess for the content, you know, how do you know if it's the right content or not? Like, how would you measure that? Yeah. So I'm a big data gal. So I love looking at the stats and seeing, cause that's really where you're going to find out what's working and what's not. So what I really recommend is using content um, buckets and content themes and the different buckets are, um, going to be different, various uh, topics. So it might be uh, a real wedding. It might be a meme or, a, you know, something funny, humorous. Um, it might be a testimonial. It might be about your services. It, um, there's, I, there's about eight different buckets that I talk about. And what you want to do is do a variety of those um, because you don't want to do the same content over and over because your audience will get bored. Mm -hmm. So if we um, 
then what we can do is, is when we do a, a, a wide variety of content, we can go look at the stats and see what is our audience enjoying most. And we can maybe weed out a few of those content buckets because we can say, you know what, that didn't really resonate with my audience and then do more of the content that does. I see. Yeah. And I also, what do you think about sales content? I feel like entrepreneurs or like wedding photographers, including myself, get worried about being too salesy in Instagram or mentioning that they're for hire. Um, but I always like to like, if you have eight buckets, one of them, I believe and feel strongly about should be a selling your services. Like, don't forget I'm here, you know, like available, we've got openings, like people, it might be a low performer, but it's still putting in the person's memory. Does that make sense? Like, yes, absolutely. Yes. I absolutely um, agree that you should include, you know, some uh, type of posts that do, you know, ask for the sale in a sense, right? Like you're like, Hey, this is what I do for a living. We don't want to get away from people knowing that, Hey, this is what I do. And I love what I do. And there's ways that you can, um, kind of throw that in. You, you don't need to throw it in all the time. Right. Um, but yes, you want to keep that in front that people do know that they can book you and and how to book you too. Because if we don't walk people through, and that's the same thing for your posts, if we don't walk people through what we want them to do, they get, they get overwhelmed and they just do nothing. So, right. you know, um, tell them, you know, what they, what you want them to do, whether it's to DM you or click the link in your bio to, you know, schedule a time to chat or to learn more, just whatever it is, make sure that you tell them how to, um, in those posts, how they can connect with you. Because um, if you are resonating with them, that, you know, that's what they want to know is, is, well, how do I learn more? And that's the, that's the overall goal, right? Is yeah. to, is to, is to get business from Instagram. And so, <laughs> um, the, we just don't want to do that cold DMing stuff and all of that, that yeah. stuff. That's the sleazy, slimy stuff. But there's <laughs> a lot of ways that we, yeah, we can utilize Instagram without being, um, being that way so yeah yeah a clear call to action would be it would be like really i agree it's very important you want to make sure mm-hmm. sure like i have um for many many sessions twice a year and those have very clear call to actions like sign up for our wait list link in bio links yep. are you know spots are available link in bio sign up now so mm-hmm. when you are selling something definitely call to action be very clear about that but but again not all the time like Every so often or whatever, which I think is good. Correct. So, yeah. So now that we've got hopefully some new followers, right? They found us through our bio, through our hashtags, um, maybe through a sales post or, you know, a post someone else shared. You know, how do we keep them engaged? You know, what do you recommend, you know, for keeping them uh, there and not unfollowing you? Yep. So the biggest thing that I found, again, is just providing that variety of content. So if we're doing the same content over and over, your audience is going to get bored and they're going to be like, oh, yep, they, you know, if you're um, uh, a DJ, for instance, and all you're doing is posting that DJ stuff, they're probably like, okay, cool. Like, they're just going to unfollow you. So we want to create engaging content is what, and that sounds easier said than done, I know. Um, (laughs) But that it really comes down to a variety of content. And we think that, oh, we should only post about our service. But if we post about other pieces about weddings and things like that outside of our service, we even do, it's just going to showcase that you're an expert 
in the wedding industry. It's going to showcase that you are trying to provide value um, besides just, hey, book my services. Mm -hmm. So it's showcasing you as this authority in the market is the biggest thing. And that's the piece that a lot of people miss out on and don't embrace. And that's where you're going to stand out and be different. And they're going to want to stay following you even after, even if they maybe booked the service and not, you know, whatever service you offer. And it wasn't, they didn't book you, but they might still follow you. And then they might have a friend that gets engaged. And then they're like, Hey, you know what? I didn't book so-and-so for whatever reason. There's, you know, lots of reasons that people, um, don't book somebody. Um, but they may, you may have been a good fit for them, but it just wasn't the right for, for them and for their wedding at that time. So they're going to then maybe refer you and be like, Hey, follow this account or check out this person because they do like your content and they don't want to leave. And that's again, the, the, one of the biggest things is within the wedding industry is, you know, it's the timing, right? So like if, um, we don't really have repeat customers, so it's not like they're going to come back around <laughs> and buy again, hopefully. Hopefully um, not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. So we need to keep them, you know, wanting to follow us. And that's where if we do just kind of some fun and engaging stuff um, on our feed, and we can do that through captions, we can do that um, through the different types of content buckets and themes. Um, and I always say, try to have some fun on your feed as well. Uh, because people, especially in the wedding industry, people get stressed, they get overwhelmed, they want to know they're not the only ones. And so throw in some fun memes, throw in some fun um, quotes, just things like that, because that's really going to get um, engagement as well and show kind of a fun side and a down to earth side to you, to you and your business and that you're human yeah. um, as well. I love that. And I've from just you speaking, I'm having some thoughts about, for me, I feel like engaging content now sort of translate into reels, right? Like I feel like that for me has been um, where I get a lot of comments. I get a lot of likes. I get a lot of views. Obviously, Instagram is pushing that. And I not, I don't shy away from the camera. I've learned to embrace it. And I'm definitely very um, doing funny reels for See With Janae. But for my photography business, that's not the vibe I'm going for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I definitely want yeah. it to be more like professional. But I do show up in like behind the scenes reels. And, and those seem to get great feedback. I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Is that sort of the right way, the wrong way? Am I on the right track? Because I'm sure a lot of people are listening and they're like, all right, I know I have to get my reels game going. Like, what do I do? Yes. Yeah. So the reels are definitely a piece with that short form video. Um, you'll get more reach from Instagram with them. And that's what the audience is um, clamoring for. They're like, yo, oh, give me the reels, you know, because that's just where I think people are just enjoying that short form, quick, um, whatever it is. And so, yes, you're completely on the right track. It's nice too, because those reels can go onto your normal feed now as well. So you can use it as your, you know, your post instead of doing a post. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, the, the, the biggest, uh, struggle that a lot of people have though, is, is figuring out like, what do I create a reel about? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is, um, 
where I created the Wedding Preneurs Content Club that I have. And within that content club, we actually provide to you the uh, video scripts um, and the concepts that you can apply to your business for the wedding industry. So it helps you. We give you the audio to use and we give you kind of how to use it. Um, you don't have to, they don't all like to have to require dancing or you being in front of the camera. We try to <laughs> figure out different ways that to help you, you know, uh, create a video without, you know, all of those things. And so that's within the Wedding Preneurs Content Club. We actually give you um each month, those scripts and uh, concepts with the audios and the captions even um, so that you aren't starting from scratch, because that's the hardest part that I hear. It's not so much creating the reel. It's what do I create? Right, right. Oh, I love this. So you'll give like if I were to become a member of the content club, like you'll give me like, hey, these are the I don't know how many reels do you give out a month? Like these are the five reels per month. This is the subject these pictures, this is the caption, like, tell me, walk me through how yep. that sort of like, yeah, so we give eight, um, eight different ones per month. Um, so the concept is right now, um, like two per two per week, you could do mm-hmm. and schedule out. Uh, but we figure out what are the trending audios. And then we um, share that with you. And then we share if you're a product or service based business on how to utilize that. So um because in the wedding industry, we kind of have both. And so I share just a different, um, like usually two to three different ways for each for service-based and product-based on how you could utilize that within your business. Um, and they all just, they're all just a variety. Some, yeah, will help with the behind the scenes. Some will, will be more about your services. Some will be, you know, funny, like, you know, take a, um, just depending on the audio, right? Cause that, they're just kind of what you see on reels and TikTok. And, but we just break it down. So you're not sitting there just struggling, trying to figure out how to create your own. Um, yeah, I love again, that. It's not, yeah, again, it's not so much the, um, uh, recording it it's just what what do i record right oh this is like taking all the guesswork out of creating engaging content i love that so how do people join like what is it open all the time so we currently do have it open um all the time right now um so it's if you go to it's wedding panures content club um and if you go to carissa cruzy weddings um you should be able to find it on the homepage. Um, but I can also get you the link, direct link uh, to it so that you've got that um, that you can share with your audience as well. Um, but within the Wedding Preneurs Content Club, we actually also, there's a lot lot more other pieces in there. Uh, we actually provide social media posts each month in Canva um, that you can tweak for your business. Um, and then the captions that go along with those. And we actually provide eight specific, we have general templates and then, and they're for the wedding industry. And then we have eight specific niche niches that we do posts for as well every month that you can pull from. And so those are wedding planners, photographers, DJs, officiants, florists, venues. And I'm missing a couple. Um, what destination weddings? Mm-hmm. And DJs? Did I say DJs? I think so. What about videography? 
Um, we haven't, we don't have a ton of videography in the club yet. So what I'm doing is as, as um, we're growing and I'm adding more and more niches each month. So okay. um, that's good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're trying to, you know, encompass quite a few of those niches so that you have posts specific to your niche as well. And then the general posts. Um, so kind of a, from the different content themes and buckets that I talk about, you're able to um, pick those from Canva, tweak them to your brand, and then you can post them, you know, on your, your account. So it makes this. it super easy. Yep. Yeah. And then we also have um, two email newsletters that are professionally written um, so that you can send out an uh, email newsletter every two weeks and th then they're value-based. So then you would just weave in your own um, services. So uh, they're, they're tips for, for the bride basically um, on how, you know, different things that she can do with her wedding or, um, and they're kind of fun around them. And then it just, weave, you weave in your services at the very end. Um, and then we also provide two blog posts every month. Um, and for those, we do say that you should take and add on to those, make them your own so that you get rewarded from the SEO side. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of everything in the content club uh, that you get, which is um, a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, then, I, I yeah. really like that because I feel like I mean, I've been a member of a couple of uh, monthly memberships for one for Reels and one for Canva, but I use them really for Tea with Janae, but I've never heard of anything specific for wedding preneurs, like wedding uh, yep. owners. So this is, this is very exciting because I feel like we have such a niche market and like our audience is very different. So I love that you're you're helping people out this way. That's really exciting. And I love to hear that. That's awesome. Congratulations. When did you start it? Yep. Um, we started it in June. Oh, and cool. so we've kind of expanded it over the last um, few months. I got feedback on what um, members were looking for, um, what they, you know, and so we've, we've expanded it and kind of have um, honed it in. And that's why we're doing more of those niche specific posts now. Yeah. Um, we've starting this month, um, as well, Q&A se sessions with me where you can ask questions and then also a monthly workshop on a specific topic. So there's some support there as well. I love um, that. And I actually teach you within the club how to, um, how I talked at the beginning of this episode of um, building on your content one pillar at a time. And that's what I teach you. Um, so you get all this content, but then it's like, okay, well, what do I do with it? Well, we're going to start and we have a success path that we're going to start with the social media. And then we add on the email newsletters and then the reels and then the, the blogs. And so um, we want to get consistent with each piece as we keep, and then we add on to the next piece. So I do break it down um, and help you actually build it out your content strategy as well. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is going to answer a lot of people's problems. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was yeah. the goal. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of experts on here who who can help, but this is more a monthly in your inbox, uh, you know, kind of done for you in a way. And that's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. And you're definitely going to get new followers and you'll definitely keep them engaged when you have new content every month and it's plug and play. So I love this. It's so good. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I found is, is um, people actually do enjoy content marketing um, if they don't have to do it from scratch. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. So that is the um, goal behind the club is to have you be excited about content. Um, 
because you're not having to sit down and like figure out what you're going to do all on your own. And so that's, yeah. that's the goal. And we dropped the content on the 15th of each month. So we just dropped it a few days ago and um, people are like clamoring and super excited for the content to drop. And that's um, awesome. Well, yeah, yeah I feel like, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's so many hats that we have to wear and making content and keeping up our socials and keeping up our blog and our newsletter. Like it's a lot, you know what I mean? And even myself, I have photography and I have my education. And like, it's just, it's, it can be, a, it's overwhelming. So mm-hmm. to have sort of a place to go and pick and choose what you want to use, you know, also sparks creativity in other ways. Like you can do one thing and then I can think of five other ways to use it, but you giving people a base, like a starting, a starting line um, is incredible. And I think that, I think that's really fun. And I think people listening are like, what is the link? It'll all be in the show notes. You guys can just yep. swipe on up. Don't worry. It's there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that, that sounds wonderful. I yeah. love that. So at the end of each episode, I always like to give our listeners um, tangible tips, actionable advice. I feel like we have a lot covered in here already, but for people like the cliff notes, you know, what tips do you have for them right now? Like what should they concentrate on first to get new followers and keeping them engaged? Yep. So my first thing I always recommend is, is um, reviewing your Instagram bio. Um, get that up. And that's just kind of a, you know, one time thing, obviously, you want to check it every six months or so, but um, get make sure that is on point that you've got that optimized. And then and that you have a link in there. Um, that wherever you want them to go, if it's a page that has multiple buttons, or if it's a con, you know, a website or whatever it is, make sure you've got that in there. And then post a variety of content. Again, that's the, that's probably the biggest one. If you go and look, what I say, always say too, is, is go back and look, depending on how often you post 30 to 60 days and see what type of posts did you do and put them in kind of those buckets. And you'll probably find it's just out of the nature of, of, you know, creating content for the most part, unless you're strategically doing it, you're probably only putting content out for maybe one or two types of those buckets. And so then I would say stretch yourself and create some content for those other buckets. And if you want the shortcut to that, you can join the Wedding Preneurs Content Club. Um, And so, but that, that would be the biggest thing is, is um, the variety of content, your Instagram bio, and then make sure you, you know, you're including those um, call to actions in your captions um, and those hashtags. Definitely. Yeah. And maybe trying out some reels too. If and you're, trying out some reels. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you're scared, you're timid about it, you know what? Just do a couple. Mm-hmm. You can you can try one, see how it goes, do another one. I know that for me, I have to like set my expectations for reels. You know, that it, with anything with Instagram, when you're new to it, you go viral pretty quickly. You get a lot of views really fast. But then more and more pe- people start doing it and the viewership goes down and down and down. So I like to keep myself in check and I'm like, all right, if I get a hundred views, I'll be really happy. And then once I get my first hundred, I'm like, okay, I, I met my goal. And if I get 5,000, 10,000, like those are always, I feel like icing on the cake, but I also want to see like the engagement, right? So the whole thing we're talking about, like how many comments do I get? Who Do I get any inquiries from that reel? Like keep track of the successes from 
each of your content because like I we were talking about before your sales posts might do terribly like analytics wise or analytics wise like on insights but if you get two dms about working together it, I would consider that a win <laughs> so like <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so I I love this I I'm so excited you're here I'm excited about the the content club and Hopefully people listening will check it out. And if you guys want to, um, actually, let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, the club, your services, and say hello online before I let you go. Yeah, sure. Yep. So you can go to, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it'd be Carissa Cruzy Weddings. Um, and then my website is carissacruzyweddings.com as well. Okay. And, and on there, the content club is right on the first page you said. Yep. Yep. If you go slightly down a little bit further on the page, you'll see something that talks about the content club. Um, And so, yep. And you can go there or you can go to my in the uh, bar at the. Yep. You can go and click services like um, within there too, or work with me. And then you'll see that under there as well. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. All these links will be in the show notes. You guys can swipe on up right now. Click on those links. I'll put a link to the content club as well. So there'll be a direct one. And you can let Carissa know you listened to today's episode and you enjoyed it. Carissa, thank you so much for being here. And I hope you come back really soon. Yes. Thank you so much. I loved chatting with you today. That's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. A big thank you to Carissa to being our wonderful guest today. It was such a pleasure to get to meet you and talk to you. And I'm super excited about your Weddingpreneurs Content Club. Such a great value and super excited for that opportunity uh, to really have you do everything for me. I love it. <laughs> if you guys want to find out more about Carissa and what she offers and the Weddingpreneurs Content Club, just swipe on up, click those show notes, and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.